Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, welcome, welcome to Fantasy Fever, it's me, Marcus Hemingway, you can find me on the Twitter at hey, underscore, underscore, MH, it's kind of crazy because I, I got a new microphone, you may or may not be able to tell. I surely can tell. I can hear everything. I can hear my voice. I can hear my voice before my voice. I can hear my thoughts. I can hear it all. It's quite weird, actually. But I mean, I've I just been getting a lot of people telling me, say, hey, your podcast is great. But I can't hear you. Walking around the house and trying to do chores for my honey-do list. And I, and I can't hear you. All I can say now is, crazy-ass crypto, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? That's all, that, I mean, that's all I need to know. It's can, can I be heard now? You know, this new mic is great though. Give a shout out to Blue Yeti. Got the Blue Yeti Nano. It's a it's a really good um, good microphone. Good microphone if you travel a lot for work. If you do whatever you do, um, you can upgrade to the Blue Yeti microphone. A little bit bigger than the Blue Yeti Nano, but um. Is really up to you. What's your lifestyle like? My lifestyle, I seem to travel a lot. So I needed something small and something portable. Portable. But uh, I'm going to be on this mic all night long. And it's, and it's 11, 11.40 Anchorage time. So I'm going to be on the mic. Just, just want to hear my voice. I want to hear it all. But hey, I'm back, Fantasy Fever, DMV Sports Network, playoff fantasy football time, we're going to dive into that in a second, I just had to let you know, I got a new mic, but here we go, let's dive right in, but of course before we dive right in, don't forget, please don't forget. DMV underscore SN for the hottest sports entertainment news today. You can find any sport that you want, especially the weekly podcasts. And this is where you find my podcast, Fantasy Fever, every week on the DMV Sports Network. So check it out as you listen to this podcast. Type into your web browser. DMV SportsNetwork.com. Just scroll through it as you listen to my voice, of course, and see what else, what other information that you can find. And, and you know, as as we talk now, I'm I'm scrolling through it myself, and it's a lot of good material in there. Right there on the home page, you got. Oh, is that my? 
Week 14 waiver wire pickups? Yes, on the homepage. Thank you. You can find that. And you can also find a lot of good stuff about the struggling, 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 struggling. Washington Redskins on the main page. But definitely check it out. DMVSportsNetwork.com. Just wanted to let you know about that before we get into it here. You probably heard that music in the background. That is my feeling right now. That is my feeling this week. It is playoff football, playoff fantasy football. And this is what we've been waiting for. This is what we've all been waiting for. This is what we built up our our whole season for and some of us are in the consolation bracket so um i hope you didn't build up your whole season and and listen to me blab on all season long just to get in the consolation bracket i hope you make the, made the right decisions to be in the actual dance be there be there and you're actually playing for something. You plan for that final pot, whether you're in the first place position or you're in the sixth place position or you're in the eighth place position. You actually plan for that final spot to get that championship pot. Now, I don't know what your pot is, but I'm looking at a couple different pot sizes and I'm pretty happy about it, you know? But uh, the hard work begins now. It begins now. You know, this is the hard part. This is what we worked hard for all season long. This is where we wanted to be. This is where we hope to be. And if you battle hard enough, you got in that top six or top eight, and you're there. So it's like, like that music I was playing right before I started talking here. It's like that, that, that quiet before the big battle, or, or 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 that 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 feeling you get when you finna go out the tunnel, or that feeling that you get when you're about to go warm up, just to get that morning run in. This is the feeling. This is the feeling. It's time. It's time to show all that shit talking that you did all season long. All that shit talking. You're going to be able to back it up. You're going to be able to actually talk and say, hey, Marcus told me I did the right thing. Marcus said I could do it. Marcus said, we here now. And we finna win this thing. We're going to win it. And we're going to get all, get all our, give all our money that we earned in the pot to Marcus. No, you don't got to do that, but... Definitely. This is the time. This is what we've been waiting for. This is playoff fantasy football. And you're here on Fantasy Fever talking playoff fantasy football. So, of course, uh, it was definitely a waiver wire this week. And hopefully none of the people who are playing in the Constellation bracket has vultured the players that you really want to pick up and actually have a chance to win this thing. If you're like me and you're hurting, 
because Melvin Gordon is out. Hopefully he's going to play this week. But if you're like me and you and your team is severely injured and but you're still in the playoffs, then you're you're just looking for any anybody, anybody to help give your team a spark this week. Anybody who's going to be able to give you a spark. And a couple of players, there's a couple of players on the waiver wire this week who can give you a spark. Just so happens is it's for me, I'm hurting that running back and receiver actually. My my receivers are the main reason that I my team has been up and down this season and and my receivers is the main reason why my running backs do pretty well for me for what I got. But my receivers are the main reason my team has been up and down. I don't really have number one receivers, and that's what it takes to win in, in, the, in a couple of my particular leagues. You need a number one receiver who's going to get you 100 yards and a touchdown each week. And I didn't have that this season. Uh, like I was telling somebody today, I, I bet it all on Keelan Cole. Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers and a couple other guys who, who just didn't pan out this year. I, I honestly say can say that my my receiving core has been a revolving door this year and it's 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 not good. My my receiving core is, is nothing looks nothing like what I started off the season with. Um I don't think any only person that's on my receiving core from the beginning of the season is Julian Edelman. And you know his story is suspended for the first four games, so now he's back and he's he's been pretty consistent this season for for what he's done. That team is always evolving and sometimes particular players may not be a part of the offense and he is evolving evolving with the team. Some some weeks he's he's gonna be heavy in the offense. Some weeks he's not, and he's done that. So, uh, to the waiver wires, of course, number one on the waiver wire this week is going to be Spencer Ware. But you ask why? Surely you don't ask why. I'm sure you've heard about Kareem Hunt's situation. And I actually touched on this at the beginning of the year when I said players you should be aware of drafting. Um, I spoke a little bit about Kareem Hunt's uh, situation that hadn't came above water yet. And just so happened it came above water at the wrong time. And Kareem Hunt's no longer able to play at this moment. He's on the NFL uh, list of players who can't play. Him and uh, the kid out of Washington, Washington is just picked up from Alabama, uh, Ruben Foster. Um, and you know, you in this world we live in, you can't put your hands on a woman, no matter what the situation is, and you shouldn't put your hands on a woman. And he got caught in his situation. He put his foot on a woman, which, you know, you don't kick, you don't kick anybody, but he kicked a female. And and they, you gotta know, 
when you're supposed to do things. You're not supposed to do shit like that. You know, and you got to know that people are always watching. Especially if you are starting running back in the NFL. People always watch. Always. I'm not going to get into that, though, because that's, that's, that's a whole nother topic. And I'm not going to get into that. It's not fair to people who come came here to listen to fantasy sports. So we're not going to get into that. And I don't want to talk about it. But he's done. And I found an interesting story today. I was reading he, um, EA Sports actually took Kareem Hunt completely off of Madden, the Madden NFL games. I thought that was pretty severe, um, especially for the players that you play online and, and they still have Kareem Hunt just banging you up 200 yards receiving and 150 yards rushing, five touchdowns, and you're getting blown out online. It's always some kid in his mom's basement killing people like that. But, yeah, Spencer Ware is uh, number one on my waiver wire list this week. He didn't – he probably didn't get a lot of um, practice time last week with the main team because of the fact the news broke on – Friday, so, and then they probably just did a walkthrough on Saturday, and what probably occurred is he just, he looked rusty, he honestly looked rusty when they played on Sunday, so, I think this week with the full week of practice, it'll be a lot better for Spencer Ware. To show up and and he'll he'll have a better showing than he did last week in the uh, starting lineup. Full week of practice, and remember this this guy's coming off an injury, so he's gonna be coming off a full week of practice, and hopefully he can gain a little bit more trust from Patrick Mahomes, which will be perfect for his people like me who picked him up. Wait, as soon as I seen the news of. The video being released, I already knew what was going to happen to Kareem Hunt. If you follow me on Twitter, like you should, at hey underscore underscore MH, you would have known. You would have known. I, I said immediately, go get Spencer Ware. I was going to wait for this show to talk about Spencer Ware, but as soon as I saw that news break, I knew it's time to go get Spencer Ware. We're super running back heavy this week. And next on the list, we got Jalen Samuels for the Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner hurt himself last, well, he got hurt um, on Sunday's game versus the Chargers. And Coach Tomlin kind of downplayed the injury a little bit, but they signed a running back off practice squad or activated a running back off practice squad and also... Uh, ruled ruled Connor out this week. So Jalen Samuels is going to be a hot pickup this week. He ended up catching three passes for twenty yards and a touchdown on 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 Sunday against the Chargers. 
and Connor's absence. And he's actually been there all season for the Pittsburgh Steelers anytime they need somebody. But here's the deal with any running back in that particular system, in that Pittsburgh system, is they shouldn't have the chance to do well because of the great play at wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown just opened the field up so much underneath for players who played a running back position for them that you'll see a lot of passes come out the backfield to the running backs and also you'll see a lot of good running lanes for the running backs because of the good play on the outside for the receivers so when you um this is this may be a priority pickup however coach Tomlin did say also in his press conference that the Pittsburgh Steelers will be using the running back by committee approach. So Samuels will be um, handcuffed by Stephen Ridley, former Patriots, Stephen Ridley. So just be aware of that. And But a lot of people are calling the Jalen Samuels pickup this week the pickup of the week. Um, me, however, I like the um, running back out of San Francisco, I like him better since uh, Burrito, I like to call him Burrito, it's actually Matt Burrito, won't be playing this week. Um, I like Jeff Wilson Jr. Uh, His matchup sucks, he's playing Denver, but he turned out last week a game of 61 yards off of 15 carries and 8 catches for 73 yards. On nine targets, can't beat that at all for running back with his first first opportunity to play. So he's going to be starting this week, and hopefully he can do something well for the San Francisco 49ers, who are definitely obviously playing for a draft position. So don't expect a blowout. Well, do expect a blowout on Denver's end to blow these guys out. But he should be a very good pickup to have uh, for a lot of junk time, junk time stats. Um, Another player out of that 49ers team is Dante Pettis. Now, Dante, uh, to allude back to my couple couple things I wrote up at the beginning of the year, uh, Dante was one of my favorite receivers, favorite rookie receivers coming into the preseason this year, but injuries have kind of messed his whole team up. Uh, injuries to starting quarterback, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo tore his ACL, so he was out for the season, and he's kind of been a revolving door at the quarterback position the last couple weeks, or since that injury, has been a revolving door at the quarterback position. So, I mean... Pettis and then Pettis got hurt a little bit at the beginning of the season, so he didn't have time to get his feet under him. But he showed in the last two games, I mean, nine catches for 206 yards and three touchdowns. He showed what he can do. You know, so he, he can he can burn. He's he's good in the open field and and he's a great receiver, has a great receiver tree and route tree. And you know, this guy, this kid can play. So uh, he's definitely a player that you should look at for 
picking up um, somebody who can help you win in the championship, not the championship, but the actual playoffs. And he's going to get a lot of opportunities because this team will likely be playing from behind for a majority of the for the leftover games that they have, which is the unfortunate part for them. Uh, a player I'm going to name now is Mark Sanchez. I'm not going to say he's going to win games for you, but if you need a quarterback, which I hope you're, if you're in the playoffs, you have a decent quarterback, Mark Sanchez is not going to win a game for you. I'm just going to leave it at that. He's not going to win a game for you. But he's available. He's out there. If you need a quarterback, he's there. That's all I'm going to say. He's there. If you need another wide receiver, Adam Humphreys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers wide receiver. Uh, he's He's been a really good contributor to this team the last two seasons. Um, the funny thing about the Buccaneers, they seem to only want to play the last six games of the season. I don't get it, but the last two seasons, they've came alive. I I bet for them to win that division the last two seasons, and they stunk it up the first half of the season, and then they decide they want to play when they don't really have a chance to get in the playoffs anymore. And it's the same th- same same story this season. So Adam Humphreys is a good pickup. Because uh, Deshaun Jackson is probably going to be shut down by the Buccaneers. who are probably going to be getting rid of him in the offseason. And Adam Humphreys just wants to play. Just wants to show what he can do. Uh, Most targeted receiver on the team the last two games. So, even more so than Mike Evans. You know, Mike Evans is the number one receiver. He's He's your alpha yeah, and he's and Adam Humphreys is being targeted more than him. I'd go get him. This this guy can can win for you in the fantasy playoffs. It's funny I said that about the last two receivers I talked about, but I really do like um, Pettis for all my dynasty leaguers. Dante Pettis is a really good receiver. He's gonna be really good in this league. I expect the 49ers to get rid of, like, Pierre Garcon, Garcon, whatever his name is. Pierre. We're going to go on Pierre. They're going to get rid. He's not going to be in the 49ers uniform next year. Pierre. Pierre. Pierre is not going to be in a 49ers uniform next year. (laughs) God damn, this mic is good. I just like to hear my voice and I didn't know I could sound this good you know it ain't it ain't me my voice sucks but the mic damn and that is my waiver wire pickups for this week I, I really hope that you guys had the opportunity to dig into some of these pickups because a lot at this time of the year Waiver wire can break you, and they can win for you. 
they can break and win for you. And you need to get, you need to pay close attention. Uh, and I'm definitely rooting for you that you're paying attention, that you got the running backs. If you, if you, especially if you missing Melvin Gordon, I'm I'm praying that you paid attention to who's starting and who's not going to be starting this this week. And you're going to have the opportunity. You had the opportunity to go in and and grab the guys like Pettis or or um, Spencer Ware or the kid out of or Jalen Samuels. I'm just I'm I'm hoping that you had an opportunity to hop in and grab some of these guys off the waiver wire because these guys are going to help you win. And we're halfway through the show. But I hope that you're continuing to get the opportunity to listen to any podcast that's available on the DMV Sports Network. It's a we it's a daily thing. Podcasts are available every single day, starting with the NBA Quick Report podcast, then hopping over to the Hallcast uh, podcast that talks about the Washington Redskins. It's about time, DC. Wizards of Gallery Place. Fantasy Fever. DC Power Play. And the Dom and Thunder Show. Weekly, daily content of podcasts. And just just great content and great... If you like to hear talking and conversation... The podcasts that come out of the DMV Sports Network are great. Take the time to listen to them. If you're on a long bike ride, long car ride, this is what you want for your long ride. Or download them to your device before you hop on a plane and take the DMV Sports DMV Sports Network with you wherever you may be listening to your podcasts. We're everywhere. All right. So this is my favorite time of the week. It is the sizzling six players of the week. This is my favorite segment each week that we get to talk about. And and this week's uh, sizzling six is all about players who are rebounding. So starting at quarterback, I like Aaron Rodgers. Um. This, this team has been quite awful this year, and they've just been an awful situation all year long uh, between you got – it's basically like kids of parents who are going through a divorce or, or in the midst of getting ready to go through a divorce. The kids always get the bad, the bad half of it, and that's what, what the Green Bay Packers are. They, they, they had – Aaron Rodgers and Coach McCarthy going through it all season long. Aaron doesn't like to run the plays that Coach McCarthy calls, and McCarthy doesn't like how Aaron plays on the field, and blah, 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 blah. But now, McCarthy is no more, as he was fired the last week here on Sunday after the game. And now it's all about Aaron. So I think Aaron is going to come out, and he's going to, 
He's got some of the best medicine on the market. He's playing at home against the Green Bay. I'm sorry, he's playing at home against the Atlanta Falcons. So I think Aaron's going to come out and he's going to light it up. He's going to be able to call his own plays like he wants to call. I don't think Joe Philbin's going to step in and say anything to him. So it's all about Aaron rebounding and actually showing that he still is that man that can get the ball anywhere he wants on the field. Speaking of rebounds, I'd like for Mark Ingram this week to come out and play a hell of a lot better than he played last week against the Dallas Cowboys. He had a stinker, the team in a hole had a stinker, but nobody more than Mark Ingram. And he's going to get that opportunity this week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I feel I feel like it's the same. Every week it's the same three teams that I like to pick on defensive they're de- because their defense sucks. Um who are they? Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Bucks, and Pittsburgh Steelers for tight ends. Every week I like to pick on these guys. But yes, um I expect Mark Ingram to come out and I expect him to run hard against his pissy defense and the Tampa Bay Bucks and it's not their fault that they they're bad you know they're probably going to fire their coach and they've fired up they've already fired a a OC or DC I think they fired their DC but um you know this this franchise is about to change This, this honestly maybe where Mike McCarthy ends up you know but I think uh Mark Ingram comes out and runs hard against the Tampa Bay Bucks this week a wide receiver, I really like Cortland Sutton this week. He's going to be stepping into the number one overall receiver for this team because Emmanuel Sanders tore his Achilles tendon uh, Wednesday at, at practice. So he's done for the season. Uh, more likely, uh, he may be done for next season as well. Um, I don't know for sure, but... Uh, similar to the guy out of Houston, he tore his Achilles towards the end of the season last year, and he's just now getting back activated. So, tough injury. Tough injury for any player. Tough injury for any player in any sport. Uh, ask Kobe Bryant. Never was the same after his Achilles injury. But yes, Cortland Sutton is going to hop into that number one position and and I think he'll get a lot of targets as the number one receiver. And they just so happen to be playing the San Francisco 49ers, who, again, like I said earlier in the show, they're playing for draft picks. So I expect Cortland Sutton to pop in that position and, and have a great week. At tight end, Jared Cook. Again, it's, it's the same guys, the same teams I like to pick on each week. And Jared Cook has been cooking all season long. Um, Derek Derek Carr really likes to throw Der- Jared Cook the ball, and he, like I say, he's been cooking all season long. And he has he's playing at home this week again, and they have the Pittsburgh Steelers who are very, very they they like to play that zone, 
and tight ends eat a lot against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Jared Cook has 709 yards and six touchdowns. Just just a filthy Pro Bowl type of year for him. Glad he's having he glad he's having a great year. Glad to see that because Jared Cook he hasn't really done much since his uh that that catch in that playoff game for the Green Bay Packers that sideline catch, insane catch, passing catch. At um, the defense position, I really like the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers are playing great football right now, and I think they're going to be a team that's going to be very t- a tough out this year. They got it all. They got a great defense. They got a great quarterback, and hopefully they can get Melvin Gordon back. But they have a really good team that's going to do really good. And I like I like them this week against the Cincinnati Bengals, who were was it Jeff Driscoll starting at quarterback? Yeah, uh, that front that front seven with Joey Bosa and Ingram. Yeah, that's not that's oh god, make it stop. He, Jeff Driscoll's gonna have a long day, and no AJ Green. Jeff Driscoll's gonna have a long day. All they gotta do is load the box up and and stop Joe Mixon. You know, it's gonna be a long day for Jeff Driscoll and that Cincinnati offense. And that kicker, I really like Brett Maher for the Dallas Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are gonna have. It's gonna be pretty much the game of the week. The Cowboys, the uh, Eagles at the Cowboys. Pretty much gonna be the game of the week. Eagles really need this game, and the Cowboys need to keep winning. So I, I expect the Eagles to come and play with everything they got. And this game is going to be a field goal type of game. So I think Brett Maher put the Eagles away late with the uh, field goal. And I think they'll play for field goals all day long. So go with the Brett Maher for the Dallas Cowboys. And those are my six players that I think that you must start. I think all six of these players are going to be pluses for you in the first round of the fantasy football playoffs. And if you have them in your starting lineup, you can put yourself at least a 10% chance more of winning your matchup this week. I don't think I'm going to win my matchup this week. Ugh. But that's because I don't have Melvin Gordon. All right. So that's um, that's pretty much everything I have to talk about this week. I'm sure I'll have plenty more um, by Sunday after I see who practices and see how people's practice go this week. Uh, I'm really rooting for Spencer Ware. I'm really rooting for him to come out and get a chance to show what he can do because he's he's good running back. Came off an injury from last year, and and of course they went and signed Charkandrick West, uh, who he's he's also familiar with that offense, knowing that Kareem Hunt's not coming back, but. You know, I hope he gets an opportunity to show what he can do. He's he's really good. He's a really good player. And I think 
Patrick Mahomes seems to really like Kelsey and Tyreek Tyreek Hill. Which why, why wouldn't you like either of those guys? I mean, Tyreek can fly, and Kelsey is pretty physical receiver. He don't like to block no down body, but he he's a good receiver though. You know. So uh, I'm really rooting for him. Uh, be on the lookout for. Um, I'm not sure if these guys will show up, but. Uh, C.J. Anderson was signed by the Raiders today. He's in he's in good shape. Uh, Kansas City almost signed him, but they brought they decided to bring back Charkandrick West. So be on the lookout for C.J. Anderson, who signed with the Raiders. Doug Martin has had a little bit of a fumble problem, and and he's at he's at this all his all his whole career, which is why he got put out of Tampa and why Tampa didn't give him give him a big payday. But um. They're bringing him in, and may, and John Gruden may have something up his sleeve. He 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 may give him some burn. CJ CJ can play, so look look for him to try to do something in Oakland. Also, um, kid out of out of uh, University of Texas plays for the Houston Texans now. Foreman, he's coming out that Achilles injury. I'm not I'm not sure if he'll do anything. Partly because he's the Achilles injury, like I say, it's, it's a tough injury to come back from, and it's just, is you know, you all know the story of Achilles, but he's um he's he, he just got activated off the pup list this week, so maybe he'll come back, maybe he'll have a chance to do it. Houston Texans, uh, top five rushing team in the NFL right now, so anybody who can come in and give. Lamar Miller and Alfred Blue a break. I think uh be a good look for him. Um and it's just those are a couple people I'm really interested in. Uh I was really looking at the handcuffs of some of these top running backs, like the Los Angeles Rams. However, they just lost their uh handcuff, Malcolm Brown. He's out for the season, he got a clavicle situation going on. And Spencer Ware was the handcuff for Kareem Hunt. I mean, these guys are going to have to play now in the last couple of weeks so they can, well, I mean, I think the Rams will sit girly for life. The next guy up is going to be like John Kelly or somebody like that. So, um, but I, want, I think Kansas City really wants to get Spencer Ware going so they'll keep him playing the next couple of weeks. Um, so it's just, it's tough at running back position this late in the season. It's tough at the running back position anyway. And I, I learned that the hard way this week, this year in fantasy football, it, it's just been tough for me because I don't think I drafted how I should have drafted. I think I should have been a little bit more aggressive on number one receivers, but I'll talk about that a little bit more next week. I really want to talk about some of my failures that I did. And just a little preview. Philip Lindsay was one of my biggest failures all year long. Philip Lindsay and John Connor was one of two of my biggest failures this year in fantasy football world. And you know, that that shit happens, you know. You know, you can't predict these guys are going to be that good. 
Nobody can predict it. But, you know, shit happens. So, that's that's really all I got this week. Um, pay attention to my Twitter. I'm telling you, I called the Spencer Ware thing. Go get him. Go get him. It's time. It's time. There's a couple people who, uh, who who came on and it was like, oh, yeah, okay. I like that. I like what he said there. But, yeah. I want to get my guy, my, my guy on Twitter, uh, Crazy Crypto, man. I, I want to get this guy on the show and just kind of chop it up with him. I think he'd be super interesting to talk to. Definitely want to get somebody like him on the show and talk football with him because he knows he knows his stuff and he he likes a lot of my material which is always a plus if somebody likes my material <laughs> uh, yeah I want to I want to get him on to get him on and and see what he has to say but ladies and gentlemen boys and girls all fantasy football lovers please go get a blue yeti microphone because it makes me sound like this and i know you're gonna enjoy this show as soon as it hits itunes tonight or wherever you're getting your podcast at itunes spotify Wherever you may get your podcast or listen to your podcasts, DMV Sports Network, this is Fantasy Fever. <laughs>